starting January 6th. You must sign in with a participating TV service provider account to view the most recent episode of your favorite ABC shows. Click here to learn more. Hello and welcome to this episode of Game on Girl, where we talk about gender and game culture. I'm your host, Regina McMenemy. And I'm your, I, and I'm your co-host, Rhonda Oglesby. <laughs> In this episode, writer Mark and podcast editor Ryan join us as we wrap up 2013 with a discussion of our favorite games, shows, movies, and books of the year. So stay tuned, and we're glad you're listening to Game On Girl. We're very happy to have Mark and Ryan on the show again. Thanks for joining us today, guys. Hello. You're welcome. Happy to be here. <laughs> we haven't had you both on the show together since episode five. We're much further apart this time around, though. Yes. Yes, yes, we are. Yeah, you're not sitting in the same room as you were then. True story. Yeah, yeah. And okay, so for our listeners, Mark, say hello. Hello. And Ryan. Hello. And there, I think there's enough difference there. People can tell the difference. I think so. Although I have had people tell me, Rhonda, that we're starting to sound more and more alike. <laughs> Wait, who's talking? <laughs> was that? Well, maybe not today because I just came back from uh, Dallas and Nashville, so my accent may be really dug in right that's now. Always, that's always fun. We like when that yeah. happens. So we're going to do a final wrap of uh, the entire 2013 year, and we're going to look back at some of our favorites, um, and we're going to pick our top, our top, our most favorite thing we watched, read, and played for 2013. And we're going to try to stick to just one. Which I know is not going to happen. I mean, Oops. no, sorry. There's just no way that's going to happen. But you know, we're going to try to do that. Um, and and just to put a put a note of clarification, at least for me, for my list is not all things that are were new in 2013. They were just things that I started appreciating or learning about or experienced this year. So, well, that's that's a fail. <laughs> oh, it is. You're cheating. You're cheating. <laughs> Because well, I, 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 I eliminated I had this whole list. I was like, oh, man, that was 2009. <laughs> well, I'm totally <laughs> cheating then. <laughs> I have a little bit of cheat, not much. Mm. Well, I had well, to because I realized that I have not watched a single new TV show this year. What? Yeah, I haven't watched anything new. Uh-oh. Yeah. I'm in trouble then. You haven't watched a new episode of a TV show in 2013? No, I watched new episodes of shows I've already watched, but I haven't watched any new shows that came out. Okay, that makes a little more sense. Yeah, yeah. I've watched, you know, I've kept up with the shows that I've been watching, but I haven't, like, the new fall offerings or whatnot, I didn't, I haven't seen that. Well, I I looked at some new fall offerings, but I I wasn't impressed, so I moved on. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, why don't we start with Mark, then, and um, I... I've got movies and TV divided, so I think it's fair to say that you can pick something in each category if you've got it. But what about what you've been, wa- what you think you should watch from 2013? As far as TV shows? Yeah, start with TV. Um, I am really big right now. Um, well, basically, they're all my favorite TV shows for probably like the last two or three years. Um, uh, basically, though, uh, I'd have to say Walking Dead. I, I think uh, this last season has uh, gotten off to a good start and uh, been very exciting. And if you are an adult and uh, enjoy good drama, and especially set against uh, a horror backdrop, then Walking Dead is a good one. Awesome. Any movies that you saw this year? Um, my favorite movie of this year is probably going to be The Hobbit, Desolation of Smog. And with probably a close second being uh, the last of the Blood and Ice Cream trilogy, The World's End. Mm, that's Good on stuff. my list, too. The World's End. Yeah, I just actually watched that again last night. <laughs> nice. That was very, very enjoyable movie. The Hobbit, Desolation of Smog. I mean, what can you say? It's Peter Jackson doing J.R.R. Tolkien. So yeah. you, can't, you can't go wrong there. You really can't. <laughs> so what season is The Walking Dead in? Four? Yeah, I think we're yeah, in the middle of the four. four. Yeah, okay. that's the current season of season four. I've only seen up to season three, so I don't know season four yet. But Okay, yeah, I'm the same way. Okay. Yeah, right yeah I've heard nothing bites. but rave reviews about Walking Dead. Yeah, and I did uh, see a spo- spoiler in Entertainment Weekly and irritated me, but that's okay. I saw a spoiler <laughs> on Facebook. I was so mad, and it was yeah. just a single name, and I was so pissed yep. off because I knew what it had to mean. Yep, so, I know. Yeah. Well, I, I won't say anything. I'll just Thanks. keep it down and just say that uh, so far it's it's going well. 
Well, <laughs> Which, of course, well. means people you love are dying because that's what happens right. on that show. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. It's it's very exciting this season. Yeah. Do you read the comics as well? Um, I haven't much. Have I, I asked you this before? No, you haven't. Oh, okay. I don't think so. I asked somebody um, else. <laughs> you asked me, I think. I was talking yeah, about it. I read I the first two. The first okay. two volumes. My wife, um, I got my wife the first volume. And uh, she read it, and I kind of paged through it a little bit, but um, to me, they're two separate um, experiences. So I'm just trying to stay away from intermingling the two. I'll I'll probably go back and read the graphic novels eventually, but not right now. What about you, Regina, on TV? On TV, well, as I said at the start of the show, I haven't haven't watched any new, you know, out this year, out this fall shows at all, which I feel kind of guilty about, especially since I really want to watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but I just haven't gotten around to to watching it yet. I don't know. I'm not excited by it, so I don't know what you're missing much. Yeah, I that's that's kind of one of the reasons why I I heard, you know, some people like it and I've heard some not other great, not great things. So I'm kind of on the fence about about it in general. There was a big headline on uh, on IGN.com of how can uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. be saved? And I saw that I was like, uh oh. Yeah, it's oh, never no. a good sign. Yeah, if they're they're already talking about Man. that, you know, ha- <sighs> mid mid season, I think it's it's probably a bad sign. So, I, which you know probably doesn't help that <laughs> all of us are talking about not having watched it. <laughs> well, I've watched it. I've watched several episodes oh, yeah. of it, but I don't know. I but think not they're... keeping up with it. Yeah, well, yeah. they're not doing themselves um, any service by uh, not throwing in more of the Marvel properties into it. I mean, I know that it's mm-hmm. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but I think that they should be having more, more uh, appearances. Yeah, yeah, more appearances and cameos by superheroes or, I mean, even if they're just secondary heroes or something like that, or or even if they create new ones. But mm-hmm. so far, it hasn't been as exciting as I would have hoped it would have been. Yeah, mm-hmm. so so that, that kind of kept me away from it, too. And I think uh, part of it is that I've been trying to keep my dedication to some of the shows that I really liked that weren't doing great this season. Um, Mm. Namely once upon a time was sort of struggling. Uh, So I was, and it's gotten better. It's gotten much better now um, where it is now as opposed to where it was at the beginning of the season. So I was having a hard time keeping up with that and um, revenge at the same. They both picked up and they both got better with their sort of mid season cliffhangers uh, were both really enjoyable. So that helped, but starting a new show when I was kind of ambivalent about the shows I was already watching was not, not in the books for me. But a show that I did start watching this year that is not, I'm not current with it yet, um, is Fringe. So I just started watching oh, Fringe, yeah. and um, and that's sort of my pick for my new discovery for 2013 because I'm really enjoying it as a show. Um, although sometimes um, it, the gross factor is a little out there. <laughs> <laughs> It's good sci-fi, though. It is good sci-fi. There's there's good stories. There's good continuity. There's good writing. There's great characters. I mean, it's got a lot of the things that I really tend to look for in a show. Um, but the gross-out factor of, like, the opening scenes half the time. <laughs> yeah. Whew, baby. Like, <laughs> sometimes <laughs> I'm like, whoa, I don't know where this is coming from. But that's uh, that's something right there. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what about um, movies? Have you got more in the movies category? I do. My my favorite movie this year was Star Trek Into Darkness. Oh, okay. I love nice. it. I thought that was just an outstanding an outstanding film. It was well written. It was well acted. A uh, little disappointed at the lack of female characters in it and um, uh, their interactions in the movie. I thought they could have done a lot more with the characters that they had, uh, which was kind of sad, but... Overall, I thought it was a great film. So it was good for a sequel. Yeah, it was great for a sequel. But yeah. you know, Star Trek has that thing where it's the even number movies. Oh, is it? Oh, are yeah, only the right. best movies. <laughs> I don't think that applies to the new series. Yeah, neither do I. The first I think... one and second one were really good movies. Yeah, yeah, I liked the first one. I didn't like the first one as much as I liked the second one. I thought the characterization and the um, the characters came out a lot stronger in the second one than they did in the first one. So well, they didn't have to go through the whole establishing the characters. Thing. Yeah, and the new universe as well. So, so maybe that's not a fair assessment of mine. But I did think it was an outstanding film. So. Well, do you have any others before I go to Ryan? No, I just, the world's end, so, which we already mentioned. So, What about you, Ryan? TV both. or movies and or? Well, I have both. Uh, for TV shows, a new show that I started watching this year is called Ray Donovan. It's a Showtime show because I'm a big fan of uh, the premium cable channel shows 
the uh, the unfiltered television. Um, so Ray Donovan uh, is a show on Showtime that started this year uh, that was kind of there to take the gap of Dexter going away. <laughs> oh, uh, I was wondering about that. Yeah, so Dexter came in. Uh, they made another show called Masters of Sex, which I have not watched. Um, that one kind of follows the a based on a true story of the doctor that was you know, looking into the sexuality of, of humans before it was an okay thing to study. Um, but, you know, continuing on with Game of Thrones, uh, which actually I got introduced to last time this year, I, I believe. I think it was uh, Regina helped mm. bully me into that decision. <laughs> A little bit. So Game of Thrones caught up on that uh, this year. Uh, Homeland on Showtime. Breaking Bad ended up, uh, you know, their series, which was excellent. And like Mark said, Walking Dead was great uh, and continues to be great. So I look forward to the second half of season four in 14 uh, and also Shameless on Showtime. A great show. Well, the uh, Showtime, the first one you mentioned, Ray Donovan. Uh-huh. I haven't heard of that. What is that about? Uh, that follows a character who's kind of a Hollywood, I, I want to say hired thug um, or kind of a, a fixer. So when there's dirty deeds that needs to be fixed, uh, he goes in and fixes them. And the storyline also goes through his crazy personal life with his father and the rest of his family. Is that right, Leota? No, it is uh, uh, Liev Schreiber. Um, he first popped up in the Scream movies oh, okay. um, as the he was the supposed killer um, of Sydney's mom. Oh, okay. Uh, but uh, he's in it. Uh, great, great series. Uh, also... Uh, his dad is played by John Voight, uh, so oh, nice. familiar with John oh, Voight. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Great, great new show. Um, it started this year, or I guess last year at this point in time, but uh, that's really good. And for well, I'm movies, glad that oh. there's somebody who has who is a fan of the Prime channels, because I'm a I'm a fan of their shows. They're putting out really high quality stuff, but I'm cheap, and I hate the <laughs> cable company. So. <laughs> I always just purchase them through Amazon. So I'm glad there's somebody who's current on it. That sounds great. Well, and what's nice about these shows is, you know, it's not filtered as in, you know, they can have nudity and they can have, you know, copious amounts of swearing in it. But all these shows that I mentioned, you know, have certain class to them, really good writing, great characters. Yes. And they don't use their premium status just to be, you know, grungy and exactly crazy. Uh, just you know, great, great storylines uh, that I love to follow. And they get okay. um, they get better actors as well. Yep. They do, yeah. <laughs> Generally. Yeah, I noticed today um, Don Cheadle is on one, um, House of Lies. Yep, I've, I've watched that one. Uh, That's really Netflix, right? No. no. House of Cards. House, House of Cards. Cards, yeah, which is also a great show. I did watch that this last year, too, um, which season two, I think, starts in February for that one, which is very cool because the entire season is... Um, available right off the bat yeah like, exactly you can watch all episodes of that season yeah and now that you say that i actually remember a show that i did start watching this this year that was new which was uh, orange is the new black which is oh, another oh that's right another netflix offering which is a great a great you... show characters good characters and great writing as well so did you finish that one regina yes i did i kind of stopped mid-season oh I, I, I kind of i was starting to feel gross from watching it <laughs> okay well, yeah see i quit watching it at after the first episode i didn't even finish the first episode because See, i just felt like it was licensed to show women's boobs it actually isn't though that there was a little bit of that in the first episode i don't think there's been a lot of it. i don't think there's a lot of that at all well, like, it was a poor through. foot forward that's all <laughs> yeah i agree with you the first episode didn't really jump out at me either but after after watching the first one i said well maybe i'll give it a another try and i watched uh I think probably halfway through the season and for the most part I was liking it, but I always just, I always have this impending sense of, Oh, it's about to hit the fan and I can't stand the idea that it's going to happen. So I kind of back away from it until I'm ready to watch it again. And I just haven't been ready to watch it again. Uh, well, so, now I like that commentary that I may go back and finish it then. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. I, I watched it straight through. I didn't have any, any hesitation about it. I tend to be a story slut, though. Um, yeah, you are. I am. I, 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 I have to know how things end, and, and it can bug me if I don't do that. And um, and so sometimes I will continue even with something I'm not enjoying just to see how the story ends in it. So, um, But I didn't feel that way about 
Orange is the New Black, I was I was engaged with the characters and okay. uh, the storyline. So okay, yeah. yeah. All right, Ryan. Sorry. What about movies? I'm so offended. Jeez. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you're on the wrong show. <laughs> yeah. For movies, I had to actually go back and look. Um, it seems to me like when you get towards the end of a, a year, you only think about the movies that came out around yeah, Christmas time. Yeah, the most time. recent ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I had to look, uh, and I had a couple that was on, you know, that was already mentioned. Uh, Star Trek Into Darkness, of course. Um, the World's End, uh, the End of the Blood and Ice Cream trilogy. Uh, the Hobbit Desolation of Smog was on my my list. Great, great movie. Liked it much better than part one. Um but the two that haven't been mentioned so far is Gravity with Sandra Bullock and George oh, Clooney. Yeah, uh, was a great you know story that was you know very emotional. Um, a lot of character acting in that one on the part of Sandra Bullock. Uh, and then one that I just watched a couple days ago, Saving Mr. Banks, which is the kind of behind the scenes story of Mary Poppins and how that got made. Wonderful. And you movie. liked it? I did. Oh, cool. Uh, my wife being a huge Disney fanatic, there was really no option about not going to the movie. <laughs> uh, but I did go, and you know, I love Tom Hanks, and I like Emma Thompson uh, quite a bit, and it was yeah. a great movie. Um, so I'd highly recommend that one. Cool. Excellent. Well, I had trouble with movies as well. Um, because yeah, I, I really I th- had to think about like how many times I went to the movie theater this year, and, and it was pathetic. I'm not even going to say how many times it was. <laughs> oh, I only go uh, maybe two, three times a year myself. Yeah. Uh, yeah. um, I had to go and I had to go back and look mm-hmm. at uh, um, Wikipedia for the year in films for 2013 just to see what it was that I had seen yeah. <laughs> to yeah. get my list going. Yeah. I did exactly the same thing. Yeah, yeah, me too. But I mean, but my general opinion through the entire year has been though that the, the movies offered this year were not great. They were the ones that were offered that are pr- the premiums like The Hobbit. Mm-hmm. and gravity but the rest i mean the scale was just on both ends there mm-hmm. was just nothing worth getting you up to go to the movie theater and nothing really i wanted to put on my netflix list either mm-hmm. um, most of it was was motivation for me but there was there was one film um earlier in the year back in february warm bodies was released that's on my list yeah it, <laughs> that was just a really it, there aren't too many unique zombie stories anymore. Yeah. Um, that kind of all been done. I mean, you got things like Fido, and uh, the the fringes are being are being hit, and there's very very few very few fringes left. But um, the lead character, lead actor Nicholas Holt, if did anybody see About a Boy? Yeah, yeah, many, yeah. Um, that's a uh, Hugh Grant, right? Many years yep. ago. Yeah, yeah. It's a kid from that movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I was really glad to see that. And it's a fairly new director, um, a real hipster-type director, but I really enjoyed the movie. So, um, And for TV, I'm a, t- I'm, I'm a TV whore. <laughs> so we've got all of our, our confessions up. I mean, I actually sit down and make a spreadsheet whenever the new shows are coming out. <laughs> she does. Wow. Rhonda loves awesome. spreadsheets. Rhonda yeah. loves spreadsheets. That's so how does I my think. wife. You guys should meet. <laughs> oh, they'd get um, along. Trust me. <laughs> um, and so I, I always watch. I, I go through and pick the new shows that are coming out and give them all a try. And and so it's any ones that on regular, especially regular network TV that Regina didn't see, I saw. Um, but I would pick the best one for last year that was completely unexpected and was re- it recommended to me it was a British show called The Bletchley Circle. Awesome, awesome story, uh, murder mystery, uh, all the protagonists are female, and uh, it's set after World War II. It just, it, it's a phenomenally written story. Just wonderful. Awesome. Yeah. And I really, I've been really glad, too, that some of the network television um, poor NBC. They've got like barely anything going for them. But um, all the networks seem to have a pretty good listing of, of shows going on. And I'm really glad that especially Mom with CBS is getting some attention. Because mm-hmm. um, that's really well written. It's, yeah, Allison it's, Janning is a great oh actress. Oh my God, she is amazing. So really happy about that. I'm making a list from your recommendations, by the way, guys. 
<laughs> yeah, and I've got I've got the long list, but I mean I think some of them are are canons, you know, like The Walking Dead and the others you've mentioned. Yeah, and I've got to say American Horror Story is a, a extremely close second. Uh, to me, they keep hitting it out of the out of the ballpark. Yeah, I've heard really good things about it. They're on season three as well, right? Yes, and yeah. it's it's pretty much the the story this time is almost is driven almost entirely by women. Yeah, that's what uh, I. And that's I've not heard. what. And that's not what's making it, it. That's not what's making it good. But um, they're just good storytellers because the first season was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. So and very, I don't think very many people like the second season. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard a lot of. A lot of people have said, if you're going to watch it, watch the first and third seasons and just skip the second. See, Uh, I started watching the first season and I thought they were asking me to uh, suspend disbelief on a lot of stuff that was really too blatant for me. So I gave up on that after the first show. uh, I haven't gone back yet. I want to go back and look at the second and third season. uh, Yeah, I thought the second season was great, but but the um, friends of mine that are fans of the show didn't like season two, but... That obviously makes me a fanboy, so... <laughs> well, no, fangirl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, there's the South coming out. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of Dallas thrown in there for good measure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have no idea. Okay, so... <laughs> <moving on. laughs> well, Mark, what about what you read in 2013? Are you a big reader? Um, I used to be a huge reader. I'm not a very big reader anymore because I like to read at night before I go to sleep and my wife tends to go to sleep before I do and I don't want to keep her up before she has to work in the morning. So I don't read a lot, but, uh, probably, um, my favorite thing that I've, uh, I've got as a book this year that I was reading and it's not really like, a um, it's not fiction at all. It's, uh, the SAS survival guide. It's a little a little pocketbook that has great survival information for all sorts of situations. Um, and you know, basically it'd probably be a good thing to keep in a, uh, your purse or, you know, in your car or something like that in case you ever had any, any problems out in the middle of nowhere. Um, and it, it definitely has a, a lot of information and any, anything from, um, you know, how to, uh, make a solar still to get water, uh, what kind of, um, things you can find to eat in the wild, um, kind of gives, uh, um, descriptors and pictures of edible stuff, um, you know, tells you how to do different things for, um, being rescued and emergency, um, first aid information and such. It's, a really cool little book and i think i got it for yeah i got it for eight bucks and it literally is you know pretty much about the size of your pocket and other than that the only other stuff that i've read much of has been um uh, privateer press's iron kingdoms role-playing um <laughs> game books that um came out last year and this year um what i've been reading that came out this year was um kings nations and gods and if you're a fan of the war machine minis game um it's it's really cool just to get the books for the, the background information for their for their you know universe so is the stuff. um survival book is that the one with the um with the goldenrod yellow cover um no this one has a little it's basically got a green front cover with a an orange spine and an oh, orange okay. tab in the upper right hand corner, but this is a revised edition, so I'm guessing it may be their latest version of it. Okay. But, we yeah, used to have we used to have one. It was a really really cool book. It was our bathroom book. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Regina? What a, what about your reading list for this year? What um, was your big big highlights? My big highlight was um, reading the Immortals Quartet by Tamara Pierce, um, which I finished just a couple of days ago. Actually, um, it's a story about Dane, the um, the woman who can talk and communicate with animals. You remember me talking about it? Yes, Tamara Pierce should sponsor our show. <laughs> we mentioned her name. I know, I know. Well, I I read two two of her series, two of her um, uh, quartets this year. Um, after having, I, I read her first, which is one of my all-time favorite series. Um, and then the other one, I can't remember the name of off the top of my head. Um, it didn't stick with me quite the way that the, the Immortals did in Dane's story because Dane was such a unique character and had such unique abilities. It really, um, it really gave me 
motivation to read, to continue to see where her life was going to go and what was going to happen to her. Um, so that was really the highlight for me was reading that, that series. It wasn't all that engaged in the last book, um, as much as I would have wanted to be, uh, which is kind of interesting because it's like the epic fight. <laughs> mm. So it was like all the other books were like culminating into this one. And I was just kind of right. like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> What an excellent climax. Yeah. It wasn't, and it wasn't even, I think that it was that, that as much, I think what I enjoyed so much about her, about Dane's origin story was all the little details of her learning about the different animals and about their, um, uh, abilities and how she could use their abilities. Cause she can actually like morph her body into the animals. And she got toward the end where she could take on like hawk's eyes and, you know, but a different type of bird wing and like make herself into like this ultimate animal for whatever uh thing she needed to do um which was really great and i loved that process by the time you get to the fourth book she's established and she's just fighting um Mm. so that was that was a bit of a letdown (laughs) in terms of learning more about her so yeah but you're just you're a fan of a extremely well-developed character i I am yeah that that is definitely my my it's a testament yeah yeah so that's definitely my enjoyment, but that was that was the, the series that stands out for me for this year. I, I, I'm, I actually thought you might wonder if I was going to mention the House of Night again, but um, <laughs> I talked about them enough already. <laughs> it's worth mentioning, yeah. Yeah, that I did read that whole series again uh, for I think the third or fourth time, and there's like ten books in that. So, well, what about you, Ryan? Well, you know, I'm the the audiobook guy. Uh, that, again, yeah, I bow true. down to the uh, to the book readers. but uh uh, just the the game of thrones books one through three and i'm halfway through the third book uh haven't quite gotten to the point of where the third season left off Mm. uh in the tv show but uh really enjoying the the story and the the in-depth look at the characters that the book springs um as opposed to the tv show which doesn't have time right and has too many characters to keep track of anyway absolutely yeah and a lot of boobs to show (laughs) no hbo HBO. Yep. Again with those premium channels. <laughs> well, for me, it I think um, only because it hasn't been mentioned, and I'm surprised, is uh, Ready Player One by Ernest Klein. Mm-hmm. And over the holidays, I actually went out and bought the audiobook um, because I, I discovered it was read by Will Wheaton, and we listened to the entire thing. Um, and it was... It was loads of fun to listen to it read. It's it and it's it's one I actually I think I mentioned maybe on one of the shows that would be fun as an audiobook and yeah. it definitely is. That's good. I was wondering if you guys had had a chance to listen to it on your trip. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. And y- you know, I've I've got complaints about the book. I mean, it's 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 one of those stories where at points you feel like that the author is just trying to regurgitate absolutely everything they happen to know in trivia about the 1980s, <laughs> which I think is it's pretty cheap and poor form. But there is no denying the connection to the characters and the emotional connection to um, characters that you identify with playing MMORPGs and IRL versus the virtual world and what that means to some people. Mm. Um, that's, that's what, uh, I think really holds his story together. So, yeah, but, uh, but anyway, so, okay, we're back to this, the, the real serious stuff. <laughs> the, the thing we're supposed to be experts about, yes. um, is, uh, playing. What, yes. what about playing for 2013? What do you think it was like for 2013 in the area of, of games, video, board, tabletop, whatever you want to call it? Um, we'll go back to you again, Mark. Um, do you do you play very many video games? Yes, you do. <laughs> Please. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did play a few games that came out this year. I actually don't play as many new games as I think people would imagine. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm curious about hearing what everybody has to say about that because I know definitely I don't. So I'm wondering, I'm wondering what the trend is. So I'm interested, yeah, to hear that. Well, um, I definitely have things that did come out this year that I played, um, and probably my two favorites um, are tied. Uh, the first being Path of Exile. Uh, I wrote an article, a, a little review about that on. Um, the site and if basically i I've, I've told this to regina and 
and everybody else. Uh, um, if Pretty you much were anybody look- who'll listen. <laughs> yeah, if you're looking for a game that really is the successor to Diablo 2 as far as action RPGs, um, Path of Exile is it. I mean, they really, um, I think, hit it out of the park for the most part. Um, just phenomenal. It, it, the art um, and the way the game flows and the feel of the game, it feels like very much like this should have been Diablo 3. And if you are a fan of really in-depth skill trees or, or um, basically, you know, your character progression with their skills, then you will love this game because it's probably got like, I don't know, a thousand or so. The skill tree skill, is just insane. Skill points and it's all the sheets. Oh, Rhonda, you would have a field day. Yeah. You, you would have to have probably uh, 50 spreadsheets to keep track of okay. the different paths you could take with the skill tree in this game. I'm drooling. Yeah, and it's the, it's pretty spectacular. And the and the beautiful thing about it is is that all of the skills are accessible to every one of the classes in the game. Oh, so yeah. if you've if you've ever been playing with somebody and saw them, you know, in another game and you're you're, you know, say a magic user or whatever and you mm-hmm. see somebody use, you know, a warrior power and you're like, "Man, that'd be so cool on my magic user." Well, in this game you can do that. Yeah. <laughs> That's very interesting. Yeah. yeah. It might take you a while, but you can do it. Yeah, it's yeah. and it it, it goes back to the way Diablo 2 felt, which was you would get a ways into your build and realize, hmm, I screwed this up. I'm going to need to restart this character and you would erase the character and and start, start making up, them all over again. Yeah. Exactly. Which is exactly where your spreadsheet would come in. Yep. <laughs> That's why and, I made them. Yeah. And the Ooh. other the other video game that um, I'm very pleased about so far is Starbound. Um, if anybody was paying attention to what I was looking forward to article at the beginning of the year, Starbound was um, one of those games and they released the very early beta version of it. Um, I think it was just at the beginning of December or right at the end of November. Um, but so far, they don't have everything in the game yet. You know, it's it's very early beta version. But what I see of it is the gameplay is pretty well polished, and the concepts are there. That it just needs to go through, you know, its further iterations. But if you like the sandbox games like Terraria and Minecraft, this is going to be a great one. And you get to... You're not stuck in, in in one little world. You get to basically go all over a galaxy, and it's a lot of fun. It really is. And the I think the company who's making it, Chucklefish, I think they're a class act. The day that they launched the beta, they were live on Twitch TV oh. uh, and talking back and forth while they were madly trying to fix things that were breaking <laughs> for other people. And that's awesome. It was, it was completely transparent. And if you had problems, you could you know, message them in Twitch and, you know, let them know you're having a problem. And they were like giving people real time information like, oh, here's a workaround for that. Or, oh, we're going to have a patch out in two hours. That'll fix this. Wow. So, and they weren't hiding anything at all. I mean, well, as far as I could tell, I mean, obviously they could have been communicating through other means as well, but you know, it wasn't uncommon to hear, you know, somebody say, oh crap, this is broken, blah, blah, blah. And I got to fix it by doing this and that and the other thing. So it was, it was just, to me, it was a, a, a breath of fresh air as far as the, the gaming industry goes to be able to sit there and listen to a company deal with, you know, all the, all the brouhaha on the mm-hmm. very first day of exactly. releasing beta it was it was really great so i was really impressed with them and those are probably my two games that um i am loving the most from this last year and i'm still actually actively playing both of them so um they're they're good games and i have um a a vote for tabletop do you want me to give you that now or do you want to go there and do definitely um my i think my favorite tabletop game uh so far or well actually i shouldn't say so far but for the year was smash up it's a it's a, a card game deck building yeah deck building card game where or a deck you, mashing game really it's not about building a deck yeah it's about mashing them together exactly and uh i think it's really easy to learn and a quick game to play and just the the various card combinations between the different factions in the deck because you basically choose 
two different factions and put them together in a deck and and go so you could have things like uh um alien plants or um ghost zombie uh, ninjas yeah zombie ninjas uh um steampunk uh dinosaurs (laughs) so yeah it's, it's a really fun game and they've already put out uh one expansion and they're Going well, to they have they have two. I, There's two oh, out. Oh, that's right. I got yeah. I got both the first part of the game and the first expansion all at the same yeah. time. Yeah. So but. there's two. There are two expansions. There's um the one that that has steampunk and I forget some of the the other ones that are in the the first expansion. Then there's a Cthulhu expansion that's come out, which has a whole entirely new game mechanic in it to learn yep. as well. So. Yep, that is true. Yep. And those are probably my my picks for 2013. Nice. Regina, very nice. Oh, my! Um, I I'm gonna go on record and say that 2013 really was the year of the indie game. Um, yeah. The mm-hmm. independent game community and game companies are just really creating some outstanding content. Um, and not the least of which, you can see me play with one of the developers of my favorite indie game of the year, uh, Charlie Murder. Um, no on our, way. I, <laughs> on our YouTube channel, beautifully edited by Ryan, um, I got you. to play with um, with James Silva of Ska Studios, who's one of my uh, pretty much one of my game developer heroes. Um, on fr- from Pax Prime, uh, I got a chance to to chat with him and to play Charlie right after it had come out. I think it came out the week before Pax Prime, um, and so I have that on my Xbox. And Mark got to play it when he was visiting. This year. Oh, it's addictive. It, it is, is so addictive. <laughs> so much fun. It is so creative. It's so inventive. It's a side scroller, but it really has just so much going for it. I can't even I can't even tell you. You know, just go out and play it if you can. It was on sale, I'm sorry to say it went off sale yesterday. Um it was on sale for three dollars and thirty cents. Oh <laughs> which is outrageously cheap for um for a great game i mean as it stands it's only ten dollars so for a ten dollar game i mean you get more enjoyment than i've gotten out of games i paid 60 bucks for before so yeah diablo 3 (laughs) i like diablo 3 yeah we know we know the cheese stands alone ryan the cheese (laughs) stands alone um I also love Path of Exile. Um, I haven't had as much time to play it as as Mark has, but um, it's been a really enjoyable game. The skill set is just the skill tree is it's actually a little intimidating, <laughs> mm-hmm. but it's really fun, and I really like the mechanic that you can actually take back points, and you have the ability in the game to earn um, skill points, uh, uh, redo like do over skill points, yeah. uh, which is really handy. Um, it makes it really dynamic means of building your characters which is fantastic and then for a top level um major game i would say uh raymond legends is my other favorite Mm. from the year um which is not only because it's a fun game but the music and the graphics are just outstanding it's just it's just a beautiful game and it's fun to play it's fun to listen to it's fun to mimic when you're not playing it So I can't I can't recommend that one high enough as well. So those would be my picks. What about tabletop? For tabletop games, um, my two addictions from the year um, that I'm still very much in love with are Lords of Waterdeep. Yes, I got that for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, which is a great game. It's from Wizards of the Coast. It is a resource building game based in Dungeons and Dragons lore. So it's it's not a role playing game. It's a resources game. Um, but it's based in the Dungeons and Dragons lore. So you get to experience many of the the bad guys and the creatures and you're fighting, you know, different well-known characters from Dungeons and Dragons, um, which I love that aspect of it. Um, I thought that was really kind of innovative and creative, but it's not a role-playing game. So you're kind of learning a little bit about the background of D&D while you're playing a resource management game, which seems to be one of my favorite types of games to play, because my second board game that I, what I fell in love with this year was Seven Wonders. Which, I liked that one when we played it. Yeah. It was, it was a good time. It is a good time. It's 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 
deceptively simple. Like the mechanics are pretty simple, but man, you know, it's it keeps you going, and uh, and I really like that about it. It's fun. It's and it's a fast game as well because everybody's taking oh, yeah? a turn at the same time. Yeah, you're not individually taking turns. Everybody's going at once, so that makes it move reasonably quickly. There's also tons of expansions with lots of extra boards you can play. So. There's yeah. a lot of replayability for that reason, too. I think uh, Civ Five is a board game almost. I know there probably is a Civ Five board game mm-hmm. out there, but this it's kind of that same the same idea as you're constantly trying to build your, your wonder for your civilization as well as um, get the uh, the resources to do so. Yeah. It's, I'm sold. It, yeah, you'd love it, Rhonda. I have, I have no doubt that you would really enjoy it. And it's one, I mean, it's been around for a long time. It's like I said, this was a new to me game, um, but it's won countless, countless awards. Um, almost every. I've heard of it. I've just, yeah. I, I've just never had the opportunity to play it. I've heard it for, for years. Yeah, when I played it, the first time I played it was at um, Cloudcap, the game store in uh, Portland that I that I tend to frequent. And James, the owner, uh, his his advice: your first time you play, because there's a lot to learn and there's a lot to take in. He's like, if you have a card that's pretty, play it. good as simple advice (laughs) yes and you know he's like because you know you're learning and it's it's a it's not something that you really have to play it maybe once or twice to get kind of the mechanic of it but that was his advice and i tell everybody when they play it i say i say that to him i'm like if it's a pretty card and you can play it play it you know just get a feel for the game the first couple times you play it and uh and it, it does kind of come out and then you learn your favorites and your ways you like to play and you know different strategies etc so yeah but never ever play it too players you can play two to seven it says you can play two to seven but really you can play three to seven so never try to play it with two players because it's just a disaster okay <laughs> well ryan what about you i don't know i'm just the uh, cheese that stands alone here with my diablo 3 yes you are <laughs> no that's Aww. actually not on my list but i don't i don't hate it as much as everybody else does and <laughs> in all fairness they have some good improvements uh, promised for 2014 so i'm excited to see what they do with it after That's everybody true. complained, they did do away with the uh, the real money auction house, so they are doing away with it, right? Uh, they haven't done away with it yet, as far as like I know. But next they are, year, yeah, when they March come out with something. the expansion, yeah, uh, they're uh, yeah, I think in March the expansion comes out, and they're going to do away with the real money auction house, and that'll be nice because then you can loot for real, and people can't right. buy their way to victory, which mm, is nice. Yeah. Okay, so for games, I broke it up between a couple different things. Um, Starting with tablet, I'm going to go with uh, Plants vs. Zombies 2 by PopCap and EA. Yes. After we just bashed EA. But um, yeah, Plants vs. Zombies 2 was great. Uh, They just recently did an update to the game, which changed it quite a bit from how it first came out. Uh, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. It's just less on the kind of the home world screen. You don't have as many options um, as far as which way you want to go. But the gameplay seems to be intact. Uh, they did add a few more pop-up ads, which I did not like uh, right. after that refresh. Um, but all in all, still a great game. Uh, and for still the place, free. Still free. That's right. Absolutely. Uh, though I did break down and I uh, bought the uh, the Frost Pea Shooter. The Frozen Pea Aww. Shooter. Yeah, had that's, to do it. Yeah, that's what a friend of mine said too. That she's like, I just couldn't, I couldn't go without it anymore. Well, a little thing popped up. Says, "You want this for thirty percent off?" And I said, "Yes, I do." <laughs> <laughs> and then I purchased it. I was like, you know what? I've gotten enough enjoyment. I can spend three bucks on a on there a shooter. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, PlayStation Three, um, Last of Us by Naughty Dog and Sony Entertainment uh, reminded me a lot of Resident Evil uh, back in the day when Mark and I used to, you know, huddle in the dark and get scared out of our minds from Resident <laughs> Evil. That was a scary game, man. Resident it Evil. It really was. Really yeah. was freaky. I, rem- I remember when Ryan literally was laying on a couch and literally popped up into the air and on his feet he jumped so hard <laughs> it was good uh, good game horror i mean the voice acting in the first resident evil was awful and i still love to make fun of that but yeah, uh, it was terrible but it was still scary as hell right so last of us is very much in that vein of kind of post-apocalyptic uh not necessarily zombie horror um you know there's there's human dangers and you know creature dangers and things like that but you know, really good uh, graphics, really good writing, uh, good suspense in the game. Uh, so that came out for PlayStation 3, I want to say October, sometime towards the end of the year. And then for the Wii U, um, Pikmin 3, which was, uh, I saw at PAX when yeah. we were there for PAX Prime. I haven't played that one a ton, but 
a really good game, fun, uh, lighthearted, uh, good graphics. It's and so then, cute. It is cute. It, it is you know, really cute. It, it pretty much is uh, the best thing about that game is just, you know, you kind of fall in love with the, the whole experience. Yeah, exactly. Because of the cuteness. Yeah. Uh, and then Super Mario 3D World just came out. And I got that for Christmas and probably the best Mario game to date, I would have to say. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that. Um, it brings the best um, from the previous Mario games. So if you remember Super Mario World that came out for, oh, what I think it was Super, Super Nintendo? Nintendo? Yeah. yeah, I think so. Uh, so it kind of has that the structure of Super Mario World uh, with the 3D graphics of um, Mario Galaxy and, you know, kind of the level structure of all the Mario games combined. It's just an amazing game. And, you know, the reviews have, you know, really propped it up there. And I would wholeheartedly agree. Uh, it's a lot of fun. And it's got a good multiplayer aspect to it um, with people in the same room. Uh, kind of a four-player competition. I think I played the demo of that at PAX as well. Was there a demo off of that? Were yeah. There? Oh. Yeah. It was in a different section of the Nintendo than we ended up where you tried Pikmin. It was like on the other side of their ginormous booth. Gotcha. And I tried it the day before you came. But that was yeah. Amazing game. Highly recommend it for anybody who's a Mario fan. We'll love this game as well. Um, and then on the PC side of things, uh, Civilization V, which Mark mentioned uh, the board game format of. But, uh, you know, one of those games that you can next turn yourself into uh, a sleepless night. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it uh, is, knows that. Yeah, yeah it does. Yeah, that's part of where my... Um, my colorful language came from today. So. <laughs> really? Oh yeah, I, 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 it's a good, it's a good game to play on vacation because I get a lot of long periods of time to play. I had my settlers set up to occupy this island. All of a sudden, these barbarians showed up and killed them, and I was. Oh, Gotta send them with an army, Rhonda. Gotta send them with an army. <laughs> oh, ooh. kind of sounds like what happened to me last week when we were playing, huh, Ray? <laughs> I, oh, I remember. Man. I remember an f bomb going off across Mumble, so it was yeah, it, was, it was pretty angry. Yeah, yeah I think my tirade lasted about five minutes. I was so mad. <laughs> <laughs> like it took yeah. forever to get down there. Are you week, talking? Mark and I had three games going. One one that we had going on our own our own game, and then a game we had going with our friend Trevor, and then a game that. Mark and I had going just the two of us, so there was quite a bit of Civilization Five going on last week. Nice. Yeah, That's that cool. was that is yeah. cool. And it should be clarified that we were playing the Brave New World expansion on it. Yeah, so. which is oh, great. Sh- yeah, the two expansions have been amazing. Just the the new depth that they've added to the game is really fun. It's fun having spies. It is fun having spies. <laughs> uh, the other games I had on my list for the PC: uh, Company Heroes Two. Uh, which came out earlier this uh, earlier in 2013. Uh, you know, it was much anticipated sequel to the first one, which was a very very beloved game. This one I didn't think got as good a reception. A couple people that I know that played it, Mark included. Um, you know, they changed some things about the UI and the, the gameplay that people didn't necessarily like. Um, but I kind of gave it a chance, and Mark's kind of renewed his life into it uh, this week because it was on sale. Thank you, Steam. Um, and then the last thing I've really gotten into uh, first person shooters with Battlefield 4 uh, which I was originally introduced to Battlefield 3 uh, by our friend David and uh, actually joined up with a a clan uh, that I play with those guys um, on a fairly regular basis and you know that takes me back to when Mark and I played with uh, a clan called the LB clan uh, back in the day and uh, yeah had a lot of fun playing that so what about you Rhonda? before i get into mine i want to ask since we are coming off of uh the holidays thanksgiving christmas new year's all of that stuff um how much did was gaming involved and also how much gaming i mean which people in your family were gaming were just the kids gaming um are you the lone wolf when it comes to the gaming thing um Mark, what does the holidays look like as far as the gamers with you? Um, well, since I'm out here and away from all my family and friends, um, I only get to really game with them if we are online together. That being said, Ryan's on vacation right now, so I get to game with him a little bit more than I have been. And Trevor had a couple of vacation days um, around Christmas, so I did a little more gaming with him than I, I have done. Typically, if I was 
around my family, I think myself and Ryan and probably um, his daughters and uh, my mom um, likes playing games. Um, I know she plays a lot of uh, tablet slash phone games on her iPhone. So well, I would say uh, we'd probably play a lot more board games, card games together mm-hmm. if we were all in the same location. Yeah, definitely. And like when I was out visiting uh, Regina and everybody uh, in October, I I don't think there was really too many days that went by that we didn't play some sort of video game or uh, mm-hmm. board game. So at Regina's house, no way, <laughs> no way. What are the odds? You know what I'm saying? That never happens here. <laughs> I forget who I was asking this question of. Uh, Mark originally. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean the three of you are right. all connected. <laughs> Yeah. Right. <laughs> you should move out this way. No, I know. <laughs> Man. Well, I guess that's the reason why I asked the question is because it's it's more interesting, I guess, on my end because um, I don't necessarily have a gaming family particularly. So um, I found most of uh, my gaming partners in the kids mm. and they were all gamers. I played Call of Duty for the first time with... Uh, one of my best friend's um, kids, they are just, they are a gaming family. We interviewed on, them on the show, the Teske family, Conquering the World. Right. Um, we play games. They couldn't wait for me to show up so that we could play games. <laughs> That's awesome. That is it awesome. It was so awesome. And um, which kind of segues actually into my choices because we I took Castle Panic with me and Timeline. And mm, they. choices. Yeah. They loved Castle Panic. Yeah. And so I left them that game. Um, Sweet. And I introduced the game to their cousins, and they loved it. Um, it that is probably going to be one of my replacement games for inter- um, telling people what game to get introduced to tabletop gaming with. Yeah. Uh, because even though it's it's sort of you know kind of an RPG in a way, um, it's a cooperative. Yeah. I and I think that, that that helps learning. Yeah. I think cooperative um, games are really good at, especially ones that are truly cooperative, not like um, how Betrayal of House on the Hill, where somebody is ev- yes. eventually like turns against the group. But games that stay cooperative through the entire game, I think, are great ways of getting people engaged and you know playing. And yeah. Castle Panic is better for that than um, like Pandemic, <laughs> since Pandemic is so mean. Well, and it, it, it can it's be. A little- it can be a little complicated sometimes yeah. to remember all the rules and the things yeah. you can do and the things you can do on your turn. And yeah, Castle Panic's much easier for that too. But the pandemic pandemic is definitely in my pantheon though. I mm-hmm. mean, hands down it's a great game, but yeah. um, I, I was, it was great to get an expansion for Castle Panic this year. The wizard's tower. Mm-hmm. Awesome expansion. Absolutely awesome. There, there are times where we sit down and we say, okay, do we want to play the game with the expansion or no? Um, with Castle Panic, we always plays with the expansion. <laughs> <laughs> very, That's very cool. good follow-up for Castle Panic. So, I'll have to check it out. I haven't seen, I haven't played that. I've only played the base version of it. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, you set things on fire, and um, you can set the monsters on fire. They can set your castle on fire. Um, of course, there's, there's bigger monsters... So that's that's always cool. Um, so that's my tabletop suggestion. Um, video games. This is where I'm always behind. Like uh, Regina is with the TV shows. <laughs> I have so many games and I just can't keep up with them. And I always tend to fall back on some of my favorites. But I think for the new game this year, um, I picked Tomb Raider. It just is an all around game. I think that it did a great job uh, w- for a reboot. Uh, rebooting the character, rebooting the story, introducing um, the uh, the franchise. I think that they've got an awesome start to a new Laura Croft. Yeah, and they had a, a tall order with that too because oh, Laura Croft yeah. is so iconic and so recognized by you know pretty much every gamer, um, at least every yeah. video gamer. That to to restart and to 
completely like wipe out and start the character anew is it's it's a tall order for them and i think i think i haven't played it but i know i've read a read enough about it and know from your experience and i also know that you cosplayed as lara for um dragon con which is just awesome too yeah i mean that's part of the part of the reason i did it is because i felt very positive about the character reboot Mm -hmm. um and i'm glad you mentioned the obstacles that they had to overcome because i think that adds to the reason why it should be a pick this year. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I did pick an independent, and um, I have to admit I've only played it a little bit, but at least in the in the, the arena of the games that I've played, um, Don't Starve by, Cle- I don't know, it's Klee or Klee Entertainment, K-L-E-I-E, uh, K-L-E-I. Right. Um, has a very unique approach. It's very, very beautiful, but the gameplay um, is very frustrating but addictive. And I, <laughs> I, I like the way that they did it. I mean, I would die, and I'm just like, what, what's going on? And you have to do that a few times, and you get on the verge of quitting and saying, okay, this is a stupid game. Sort of like when the light bulb goes off. And you're like, oh, Oh, okay. I get it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then it's like, oh, okay, so I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do Then it really sets in. It's sort of like some of the TV shows that we get where you got to get past those first couple of episodes. You got to get past the first few um, levels. Um, It's definitely a game you can sit down and play for a few rounds, but it's also a game with commitment. So, Hmm. but it, it's very well done. It's it's unique and good independent game. So I thought the art style for it was cool from what I've seen. Oh, yeah. The, uh, still the stills, shots yeah. Yeah, and there's no voice work. It's all uh, sound effects and... Mm, cool. Yeah, everybody just makes That's sounds. Kind of and, yeah. yeah. So anyway, well, this is pretty awesome. I know that we missed stuff and that there's going to be things that people uh, really liked in 2013... Um, we'd love to hear those suggestions and especially um, post them in tw- on Twitter with um, to us at game underscore on underscore girl so that it's associated with the show or comment on the on the blog post so that all the listeners can go out there and see the entire list of what you guys um, saw as highlights of 2013. <laughs> Well, before we close out the show, um, I want to ask everybody what one of your favorite Christmas gifts were. First. Mark? my I think my favorite gift has to be the collector's edition Blu-ray of The Hobbit, An Unexpected Journey. And I oh, have wow. already watched the entire movie, the entire movie with the commentary, the entire uh, appendix, the first appendix disc, and the second appendix disc. So. <laughs> Somebody Good has time. way too much time on his hands. <laughs> oh, someone I, just picked a winner of a gift. Yeah. Man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, and I did all of that actually on Christmas Day and the day after. So Regina, my favorite gift from Christmas was having my mom here. So I'm going to go the, the cool. sentimental route because it was great time, and I got to enjoy having her around and spoiling her a little bit instead of her spoiling me. So that yeah. was really fun. So that was my favorite gift from Christmas. And did you guys get to play games? Oh, we played lots of games, and my mother beat the tar out of me. And all of my friends. And, you know, it's pretty impressive when you're 79 and you're playing Five Crowns, which is a rummy uh, game. And she just she just clobbered us. I mean, and I don't mean like (laughs) a little beating. I mean, she beat us down time (laughs) and time and time again. And I love that about my mom. So, yeah, having her here and being able to play games with her was fantastic. Ryan, what about you? Well, it's hard to follow up the sentimental route, but uh, (laughs) I had a vacation from teaching, which was awesome. Uh, It was good to be lazy and actually, you know, play some of the games that we talk about. And I listen to you guys talk about so often on the show. Uh, But as far as gift wise, um, probably... Uh, Super Mario 3D World, and I also got a Nike Fuel Band to Ooh. hopefully promote me to get up and move more. Nice. Awesome. Well, b- besides the fact that my friends got me um, Megamind Blu-ray, which I'm very excited. I love animated awesome. films. Yeah. Um, my family also contributed to my gift for giving me a trip to Italy. Uh, oh, wow. And, yeah, that was pretty awesome. So uh, that's that's the big 
And when, and when everybody asks me what I got for, um, for Christmas, I say pasta and wine. <laughs> <laughs> Those are not bad things for Christmas. No, pasta and wine. It's pretty awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks to everybody. Those are great gifts and a great holiday to be had. You've been listening to Game On Girl. You can find all of our social media contacts on our website, gameongirl.com. I'm the co-host, Rhonda Oglesby. You can follow me on Twitter at Row Room. That's R-H-O. R-H-O-O-M, or email Rhonda at GameOnGirl.com. And I'm your host, Regina McMenemy, or Doc Liz with two Zs, as I'm known on Twitter and Steam. Many, many, many thanks to Mark and Ryan for joining us for today's show. Great to have you guys on. It's Um, always fun to be here. Love to be here. We're always glad to have you guys. Uh, Make sure to check out GameOnGirl.com for links to all of our favorites from 2013 and let us know what we missed out on if there's something that you know made a great impact on you in 2013 and we didn't mention it or haven't talked about it on the show we'd love to hear your suggestions for what we should check out so leave us some feedback on the site and uh, and we'll incorporate that into future shows for this year game on girl is available on itunes and stitcher streaming these links along with references made on the show can be found on our website gameongirl.com this podcast is edited by our very own ryan broom at desert tree media and the theme song good day by triple fox is used under creative Commons attribution license thanks so much for listening and until next time game on that's all i have because i ran out of wine (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's what i meant to say